Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you this great and marvelous day. We have now hit some cooler weather, so hopefully you're not roasting anymore. In fact, you're probably having to turn on your fireplace or your electricity or whatever it may be. Well, so much for the power bills. They're going to go wild, and we're going to be poor, and we're not going to be eating at our favorite drive-ins or restaurants anymore. No, yeah, we still will. We probably won't be driving. Oh, yeah, we'll keep driving. It's just the way America is. We'll do what it takes. But I'm glad you're listening. Have a word of prayer with me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for all you do in our lives. Continue to work with us. Continue to lead us and to guide us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're not far from Thanksgiving, a couple weeks from Thanksgiving, and this year is flying by. And it's like, I just can't believe when I see how many days, uh, how fast days move. I think the older I get, the faster life moves. Pretty soon, it's going to be heaven, and that's going to be a great day. And I'm going to see many of you there, and boy, it's going to be one wonderful time spending eternity with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today I'm going to share, and tomorrow, out of Proverbs. I've shared about Psalm out of Psalms now and again because it has touched my life so much. Proverbs is something that is a very practical passage of Scripture that Solomon wrote. And Solomon was known as the wisest man to ever live. So he uses some wise antidote written in some real interesting form, almost in poetry in a sense. And it's just uh, it's, it's great stuff. My dad uh, used to read a proverb a day along with his other Bible reading. He said there's 31 chapters in Proverbs, so he would read, I think it's 31, maybe it's 30. I better look before I say 31. But he says, I think it's only 30 now that I'm thinking about it. And just as I'm trying to find the page, I can't, I can't do it. So here it is. There is, oh, 31. I was right the first time. I better stick with that. But my dad would read one proverb a day along with his other Bible reading. And he told me, son, this is what you ought to do. It gives you practical application of life. And you hear from one of the most solid men to ever live, you know, even though he had problems too, just like his dad, David, you know, struggles in this world. And folks, if you think just because you're Christian or just think you're godly or because you go to church every Sunday that you're not going to have problems, you better think again. Because the Bible says in this world you're going to have tribulation, but he tells you to be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. In other words, he will help you through the tribulations. But Proverbs gives us some great insights to things dealing with everyday life. So I'm going to do chapter 16 today. I randomly chose chapter 16 today. So pay attention and start reading some Proverbs yourself because I think you'll be blessed by them. To humans belong the plans of the heart, but from God comes a proper answer of the tongue. From humans belong the plans of the heart. We plan things in our own way, our own mind, dealing with our own life. But from the Lord comes a proper answer of the tongue. Seek God. Seek Him. And the Bible says in Matthew 6.33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. And that's what we need to do in our lives when we plan things. Seek His direction, His will. I know many times in my life when I was looking at what I was going to do, man, I just spent time in prayer. Before moving from Caldwell years ago, I was working in a lot of things. I was driving school bus, working from for Jackson Oil Company, going to Boise State, uh, dealing with the youth group. I had all these things, coaching baseball. I had all these things going at one time. 
And I kind of like my life. That's just kind of the way I am. I, my hands are in a lot of pots. It's been that way forever. But you know, when God called, and I had an opportunity to go to Vancouver, Washington to work in a ministry that was thriving, and I prayed about it so diligently, and I, in my heart, I didn't really want to go because I wanted to continue doing what I was doing. I had a wonderful coaching opportunity. Everything was going great. But then God used a friend of mine to call me and say, would you consider praying about this? And it was, and it was really stepping out in faith because I went as an intern for about six months. You know, they're going to pay me about $300 a month to live. And, and so I lived with some people to help, but I did. And I accepted that call. And it wasn't long till I knew that was from God. God wanted me there. So I listened to God's plans versus my own plans. Verse 2 says, All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. The Lord knows your heart. Folks, the Lord knows how you think. He knows all about you. You can't hide from him. You can't deceive him. It's kind of like Adam and Eve in the garden. Now, all of a sudden, when they realized they were naked because God exposed them. God, you know, because they had sinned against him. And suddenly now, uh, before they hadn't even noticed that kind of thing. But, you know, when your ways are pure before God, he knows your heart and he knows they're pure. But he weighs your motives. Why you do something? Why did you do that? And verse 3 says, this, uh, and this is one that uh, many people know by heart, uh, chapter 16 of Proverbs, verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. I've used this scripture numerous times in the legislature over the years as I share a passage of scripture before I pray at State House, and, and it's important to commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And I tell the people there, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. And I know it's not a religious place, but it's they allow us to share a, a little uh, devotional thought and, and prayer, and I hope that some of them have used that and lived by that and uh, received that because this is the Word of God. We all have our ways. We all have our ideas, but this is the Word of God. The Lord works out everything to a proper end, even the wicked for a day of disaster. He, he has his hands in everything. He knows what the end will hold. The Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this. They will not go unpunished. The proud of heart will not go unpunished. Those who walk away from God, those who turn their back on God, they will not go unpunished. People of God need to walk with him. You need to trust him. You need to allow him to be first place in your life. Don't play around. Don't just have him as a convenience. Put him first place. Today, say, Lord, I'm going to honor you first and foremost. When I get up in the morning, I'm going to thank you for this day. I'm going to pray your blessing all over this day. When I get up on Sunday morning, I'm going to I'm going to attend a church. I'm going to be faithful to the house of God. I'm going to write a tithe check and give back to God what he's given me. I'm going to be kind to people. I'm going to forgive people. I'm going to love people. The Bible says in verse 6 here, Through love and faithfulness, sin is atoned for. Through the fear of the Lord is evil is avoided. Through the fear of the Lord, evil is avoided. You know, when you put your trust in God, when you have reverence for God, you can avoid evil. Bible tells us to avoid the very appearance of evil. And my father growing up told me that all the time. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way, he causes their enemies to make peace with them. A better 
little with the righteous than many gain with injustice. In their hearts, human plans their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. People of God, I want God to establish my steps. I want God to establish your steps. Are your steps being established by Almighty God? Have you given Him your life? Have you given Him your all? Have you said, Lord, direct me? Like I said, I didn't want to necessarily move to Vancouver, Washington when I was 23 years old and and branch out something brand new. I had finally made it in the coaching circuit. I had finally landed where I wanted to land. Things were going well for me. But that was for me. That wasn't what God wanted. God's will had to be done. And I had to step out of the box. I had to step out of the circle. I had to step out of my comfort zone. And you know what? It opened up the floodgates of heaven. And God led me to my beautiful wife, and my beautiful children, and I was so thankful for God's hand in everything. And I, though that I haven't always lived perfect life, because we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, the Bible says we all. He didn't say some of you. He didn't say, oh, you, you that were, uh, you that are preachers, that you don't stumble. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We all need His saving grace, His amazing grace. We all need his hand on our lives every day because the enemy would love to take us out, especially leadership. If you're in any kind of leadership of your church, the enemy would love to take you out. Stand firm on the power of God. Have somebody you can go talk to, somebody you can pray with, somebody that will help you in your life. The lips of a king speak as an oracle, and his mouth does not betray justice. Honest scales, the balances belong to the Lord. All the weights in the bag are of his making. Kings detest wrongdoing, for a throne is established through righteousness. Kings take pleasure in honest lips. They value the one who speaks what is right. So, so important. Some of my devotionals, again, at the State House, I talk about that. I talk about doing what is right, doing what is honest, doing what is fair, making the best choices you can. And that is what God wants you to do in your life. He wants you to make the very best choices you can make. Make the best choices with your wife or husband. Make the best choices with your kids. Make the best choices with decisions that you make. May they be bathed in prayer. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, but the wise will appease it. When the king's face brightens, it means life. His favor is like a rain cloud in spring. How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. We need wisdom. Remember, that's why Solomon was the wisest man ever lived, because he didn't pray for riches. He didn't pray for wealth. He prayed that God would provide him wisdom, and God answered his prayer. And on top of that prayer, he gave him all the wealth that he could handle, all the wealth that at the time was the greatest wealth ever. And he was known as the richest man uh, to ever live. And we hear of all these uh, billionaires and this and that. And yes, they have a lot of money. But God blessed Solomon because Solomon honored him. He was a king that honored God. Like I said, wasn't perfect. Yeah, he made some mistakes too. He made some errors too. He had to ask God's forgiveness too. So don't beat yourself over the head and say, well, pastor, I've made a mess of my life. Guess what? God will clean up that mess. Got to clean it up and clean you up, and you're going to be on the right track. He has a great plan for your life, but put your faith and trust first in Him. I hope you do that today. 
Lord bless you. Go out and make a difference. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.